golf and rock and roll. Not logical, but it is fascinating. Insiders, giving you the inside scoop on all things golf. Now, here are your golf insiders on ESPN 1080. <laughs> Hello, Orlando. You're listening to the Golf Insiders, taking you home on the fairways of I-4. In the house, your host, Holly G, along with the best caddy on the planet, Rich B. Rich Bianco. March Madness means the Arnold Palmer Invitational. And hey, it's all about Arnie and Bay Hill this week, Rich B. And we've been out in the midst of it, and uh, we're getting pumped up for them to tee off tomorrow morning. Well, you know what? It's a great week for uh, us here in Orlando. And let's uh, do the right thing here now. Uh, we need to show up and support this event in droves. We need to uh, you know, uh, step up our game. Uh, we're not quite up to, uh, the one there in, uh, Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah, we're not quite at those numbers, but, uh, hey, listen, we have a good opportunity to support Arnie. You Can't know. build enough grandstands around 17, unfortunately. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> we might. I think, um, you know, it would be highly possible, but it's oh, so wait, exciting. Let's, uh, let's address this right now. You've been missing in action for a couple of weeks. Last week, we were, uh, preempted for, uh, NCAA basketball. March Madness. And, uh, yeah, and, uh, you know, Holly, it's nice to see you back. Oh, I yeah. know, Rich B. Hey, I was in the big time seat over there. Yes, I was you looking were. good over there. And did a great job. Thank you very much. And, uh, just actually got back from Tampa. Of course, the Transitions Championship and a big win there on Sunday for Luke. Luke Donald back in number one. What do you think about that, Rich B? You know, uh, Luke's a great player. He's a good, you know, I'll tell you what, he hit a great shot there in the first playoff hole uh, to win the event. And I don't know a lot how of backsliding coming in those last few holes. I, I, yeah, he, he was like, I don't know if it was a great lie or what, but he just absolutely had the right yardage. He and, did. And uh, he came up a couple feet uh, short of the pin. Ernie. And so did Garrigus. Oh, Ernie. Garrigus went from the shortest putter on the planet to the longest putter now. he's, uh, And I think it might have helped him. Obviously, it has. Yep, and um, I, I fell for Ernie Els, though. Um, I was really rooting for him. Ernie trying to make his way into the Masters this year with a win. It's hard to believe that he's fighting to play in the Masters. Three-time major champion, and um, I don't know. We're going to have to talk to our main man, Bob Herrig, about that because I know he's got some thoughts on it. And we're going to go live to the press room right now and talk to Bob Herrig from ESPN.com. Great to have you in town, Bob. Hey, great to be here. How are you guys? We are great. Um, lots of stuff going on out there today. Of course, Tiger playing in the Pro-Am. And um, some discussion about a little strain pulling his back on the sixth hole. What was the scoop on that? Yeah, that was a bit of a scary moment, actually. Um, I happened to be trotting along out there watching him for the front nine today. And, you know, he goes back to that tee on six. You know, that's the hole, the par five around the water. And he's it up to hit it over the water and uh, and all of a sudden he's kind of grabbing his, his back and, his, and he's 
flexing his right leg, and I thought, did he hurt his leg, his other leg, or did he do something? You know, he had hurt the Achilles on the right leg, too, back in the day. And it looked at first like maybe he had slipped, but then we later learned that he, he was trying to stop his backswing like he often does. You know, you've seen him do that, where he'll be taking a swing, and all of a sudden he stops. Yeah, it's amazing how he does and that. And, and, you know, we've always said he's going to hurt himself doing that. Well, that's exactly what happened. He tweaked his back. He kind of felt something grab in his back. And, uh, uh, you know, it took him a hole or two to walk it off. Now, after he put the, went back up and teed off, he nailed his tee shot over the water. And he played the hole okay, and then he played the next hole. And, but he did say afterwards, yeah, it took me, you know, it took me a whole couple of holes to, to feel right again, but, but I, but I'm, I'm fine. So, right, you know, it, I, I'm, I'm guessing tonight maybe it's going to be a little sore, but he's, he's going to downplay it now. And, but yeah, it was just a very strange thing. And it's like, with all the stuff he's gone through, like, he really needed that. Yeah, I tell you, Tiger uh, starting to feel feel the uh, age of his thirty five year old body. You think a little bit? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, certainly from you know the the knees down, and he's 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 probably not thirty five, thirty six years old. He's he's older. He's had the surgeries, and you know, um, he's really not had back issues except for one time when he he said he overdid it coming back for the Masters two years ago. But, uh, you know, this is, I think the, it's pretty well known that the Achilles is a chronic thing. When you have Achilles problems, that can flare up. You know, it doesn't just heal and go away forever. And I think he's going to always have to worry about that. And uh, he talked about that some, you know. It's, uh, uh, it, uh, to watch them, other than the back thing, you wouldn't know there had been any problems just 10 days ago. Uh, at Doral, but, uh, you know, that's, we'll see. This is a good test this week. He's playing a lot of golf. He's just his third day, actually fourth day in a row. He told us he went to Augusta on Sunday. So he played a practice round up there Sunday, the Tavistock for two days, and now this. And, uh, you know, now the program, and now four days of tournament golf. So we'll see how he holds up. Well, the feature pairing tomorrow is Ernie Els along with Tiger and Hunter Mahan. And it was really uh, hard to watch, Ernie, uh, those last couple of holes at the transitions. And you wrote about it today. Yeah, actually, I wrote about it Sunday as well. I was out there following them those last few holes. And like you said, painful to watch. I mean, um, he hit two of the best shots you could hit on the 16th hole, which is one of the, probably one of the best holes on tour. It's certainly the hardest hole at Innisbrook. And, you know, a tough drive with the water, the trees on the left. It's a tough driving hole, and he nailed it out there. He hits an iron shot inside five feet, and he missed the putt badly. If he makes that birdie putt, he goes up two shots with that tough stretch of hole to play, and he's probably looking pretty good. Instead, he missed it, and all of a sudden, you know, the demons kind of start rushing in. And he... uh you know, he hit a bad two shot on 17, and then he hit that horrible par putt on 18. If he makes that, he's in the playoff. So it's uh, it's really a shame to see that, and and of course he was he was bitterly disappointed afterwards, as, as you would think. What were his comments in the press room? Well, he didn't come to the press room. 
it's amazing actually that he did any interviews at all. He stopped and talked to, to the golfer to uh, NBC, and and it was a little tense. It was a little bit probably too soon. Yeah, probably a little bit too raw. I mean, that's the problem with golf. Um, you know, these guys come out of the scoring trailer, and it's literally three, four minutes, five minutes popped after they just finished. Yeah, and somebody sticking a but, microphone in their face. Yeah, and and here he re- literally had just missed that putt and on 18, and so you know he was a little hot under the collar, understandable. He um, uh, a couple minutes later chatted with a few of us in the parking lot, and it was you know as, as time went on, he cooled off a little bit more. But I asked him, you know, I said, hey, you know, he hit the ball very, very well. He did. He hit 14 greens. He led the field in greens and regulation for the week. And I said, you know, you can't hit two better shots than you did on 16. And he's like, yeah, back in the day I would have made the putt and probably won the tournament by two or three. Absolutely. You know, and I think that kind of sums up the situation right now. He's just struggling so much. He's using a belly putter. And I think that's a great example of they're not automatic. And, uh uh, you know, it's just too bad because uh, um, it was, uh, uh, you know, it, 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 was, it was a really, really good performance for him otherwise. All right. Uh, uh, did we uh, manage to make it over to Lake Nona at all? Uh, I did not. I was not at the Tavistock Cup. Uh, I, I just got over here for, for Bay Hill today. Uh, you know, I watched some of it on TV. Um and, uh, you know, so I, I unfortunately, you know, I, I love Lake Nona. I think it's a great golf course. Uh, but I was, I was not there. But what? I tell you what, those greens, I tell you what, they looked perfect. They looked like they were making bombs from everywhere. Yeah, uh, you know, you saw the scoring in the thing yesterday. I, uh, you know, I think all but two players won the par. One of those players was Tiger. He shot 72. So, uh, they were, um, you know, I, I, I I think that's a very, very nice golf course that uh, is impeccably maintained, and uh, you know I think it, it showed itself pretty nicely there for a couple of days. Well, speaking of tough greens, uh, Bay Hill last year the putting average one point eight four, fourth highest in the 2011 season on tour. So um, you know a lot of people have been talking about that it's that Bay Hill's going to favor the long hitters, um, but. You know, hey, the greens are 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 going to require some some good putting. You know, anymore, I think if the weather is good, like it's been in Florida, and there's not too much wind, it doesn't matter. There's going to be somebody who does something. I mean, we saw it last week where Padre Carrington shot 61 the first day. You know, he didn't break par the last three rounds. But, but I think the, the way these golf courses are, they're so impeccable, and guys get on a roll, there's going to be somebody that does something. Um, you know, the uh, I think the greens here, they're not that easy to putt. They get very hard, especially if there's no rain. Then it becomes a matter of holding them. You know, I think we see that a lot at the, you know, the par 3, the 17th hole at Bay Hill. Those guys trying to hit that green from way back there, uh, and there's not a whole lot of room for error. If you're short, you're in a bunker. If you're long, it rolls over. It's pretty tough. So, it's um, you know, this is one of the these, these finishing holes are, are one of the best on tour, I think. So yeah, absolutely. 17-18 finish is really, is really neat. And, uh, 
uh, I'm sure we'll see some, some more of that good stuff again this week. Well, again, uh, an amazing finish at the transitions, uh, you know, with the playoff, Bob. We've been talking about that. I think it was the first uh, playoff they've had in the transitions, wasn't it? Pretty sure it was. And, uh, you know, neat that Luke Donald prevailed. By the way, I picked him last week. Woohoo! Right. Golf clap, one, golf clap! The one week we don't have the show for me to give you a pick, <laughs> I actually picked Luke Donald. And he won. <laughs> oh, well, we are definitely uh, going to give you your uh, one minute of fame right now. Bob right. Herring, picking the big win. Yeah. But uh, uh, what a, missing what this week, wouldn't you one say? For 20, one for 15 or something like that. <laughs> yeah. This week I'm going with Sergio. And uh, I don't know why. I just think he's, you know, he's uh, uh, had some success at Bay Hill. He's had a bunch of top tens. Uh, he had that sort of that weird tournament at the rally a couple weeks ago where he shot 31 on the front nine the first day and then he, and then he shot 44 on the back. And With never the really octuple, the yeah. octuple bogey on number 12. Yeah, it was a, um, it was a strange, uh, a, a strange deal for him, but you know, he's been playing better. Um, you know, as we've talked about predicting these things is tough, but you know, I, I, uh, I, I, I thought that Luke Donald was coming around. Uh, he has, was off to a close start, but he had a pretty good tournament at the Ralph. Maybe he'd be up there last week. So maybe my vibe will keep going and Sergio will be okay this week. Who do you think would really love to win this tournament? Who do you think it really means something to you to win Arnold's tournament? Anybody in particular? Well, I mean, you know, I think... Uh, Everybody who plays would love to win to say they won his tournament. You know, I think that's pretty clear. Um, you know, the one, the ones, especially the veteran guys, the guys who've been around and did it. I mean, sometimes I wonder how much some of the guys who are rookies, how much they can appreciate him. You know, a lot of these guys were born after Arnie won his last PGA Tour event. You know, so you just, you know, obviously they all know the name, but they, they understand. So, I mean, obviously a win would be huge for Ernie. It would get him in the Masters. It would get that monkey off his back. Obviously any time any tournament Tiger wins would be big. Um, How about Phil? Could, yeah, Phil too. I mean, uh, if, if Phil won here, what a kickstart that would be. Going Phil, into I, Augusta. Woohoo! I, I still can't figure him out, as, as we said before. I think the most consistent thing about Phil is his inconsistency. I mean, he wins Pebble playing with Tiger. He nearly wins the next week at Riviera where he lost in the playoff. Then he comes back to Doral and never shoots in the 60s on a golf course that was really playing easy. You know, so it's just, he's just always so hard to figure that in that regard. So, um, anyway, it's... Uh, it, this has been a place where he's won, but it was a long time ago. And it will be interesting to see, uh, you know, w- where he is. He's playing next week, too, in Houston. And Phil kind of, when, when Master's time is rolling around, he's more thinking about that. So I don't know if he's got his mindset on trying to win this thing or not. I think Tiger wants to try to win. No doubt about it. Well, it'll be very interesting. Um, you're on the record, Sergio Garcia. Can Bob Herrick make it a two-peat on the Golf Insiders? 
<laughs> we I'll will take two for the year. We'll take two for the year. <laughs> <laughs> we will check in next week. Bob, we'll let you go back to work. Live from the press room. Check him out on ESPN.com. Our big dog, Bob Herrig from ESPN.com. Thanks so much, Bob. Thanks a lot. Take care. You're listening to the Golf Insiders, 1080 ESPN Orlando. Stay with us. Much more coming up. Bay Hill and the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Drive the BMW of your dreams at the price you like with financing you don't want to miss. Get to Fields BMW and choose from an incredible selection of certified pre-owned BMWs. Now with special 0.9% financing. Fields BMW, Windsor Park, South Orlando, Daytona Beach, and Lakeland. Fields matters because you matter. Visit FieldsBMW.com. Offer valid with approved credit up to 36 months and excludes the X6 and M-Series models. We all want more distance immediately. Now get a more powerful release and impact and increase your distance with the full-release reverse grip from Field Golf. The full-release reverse grip gives you a correct tour player-like grip the very first time you use it. That means more power and increased distance. The pros love it, and you will too. The full release, sold at Golfsmith and other fine retailers, or buy online now at fieldgolf.net. That's fieldgolf.net. Golfers, have you discovered the hottest golf ball since the Pro V1? Well, listen up. They're Chromax golf balls, and they're cooler and more colorful than Ricky Fowler's outfits on the PGA Tour. Chromax golf balls feature a reflective inner layer and translucent outer layer that make the golf ball appear brighter and easier to hit. Chromax's metallic finish reflects sunlight through the clear cover for unprecedented visibility, making it easier to hit the sweet spot, track the trajectory of your ball in flight, and make adjustments to your swing. Chromax golf balls are USGA approved and come in a rainbow of colors to suit every golfer's personality and playing ability. Lower your scores and put some fun back into your game. Chromax golf balls are available at your local golfsmith stores or visit www.chromaxgolf.com. Are you happy with your website? Do you need new business cards, brochures, or promotional materials? Then you need GMSImage.com. GMSImage.com provides creative marketing concepts and dynamic graphic design. GMSImage.com is quick and responsive and will deliver your project on time and within your budget. Visit GMSImage.com. 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 321-303-9684. Quite an impact, actually. Uh, when he sank that three iron and hit me in the back of the head. I can't believe I'm into this. I really hate to lose. Asking forgiveness. Got the struggles. We're back, the Golf Insiders, taking you home on the fairways of I-4 in the house. Holly G, along with Rich B. Rich B, I met uh, your cousin in Tampa over the weekend, or somebody related to your tribe, yeah. Bobby Capobianco. That is the uh, Italian version. The American version is Bianca. You shortened it. <laughs> Dude, your name is almost as bad as mine. That's the only thing you were looking for, isn't it? By a vowel. 
But, um, you know, hey, he was claiming to be part Irish. Um, but uh, a shout-out to Bobby over at the Silver Dollar Golf Club in lovely Odessa, Florida, just a little bit north of Innisbrook over there. Uh, Bobby, a great teaching professional. In fact, uh, coaches Dakota Dowd, um, who you may remember uh, played her uh, debut LPGA tournament. Her mom was... Um, um, struggling with breast cancer, actually passed away. She's uh, going out to uh, to get her tour card, I think, next year or maybe possibly this year. But a, a great up-and-coming player. So, hey, it's the Arnold Palmer Tournament. And, um, you know, there's a guy named Luke Donald. They won the tournament last week. He's missing in the leaderboard here in Orlando. So we got to go to... Our golf insider, Brian Hewitt from Global Golf Post, to get the scoop on what's going on and why did some of the key Euros skip this tournament. Brian Hewitt. Holly G. It's great to hear your voice again, my friend. It's been a while. Yeah, it's good to be back, Rich B. And by the way, Capo, was it Capo Bianco? Would that be, I'm just trying to do my, I had six years of Latin. Uh, Would that be Whitehead? Would that be the... uh, uh, that's correct, there? Bob. Very good. You are the winner of the $50 prize. Thank you. Listen to <laughs> you. I'm telling you, you know, well, you know, Hewitt, didn't you go to Stanford? You know, you got kind of that, you know, you got that pedigree background when you went to college. Unlike Rich, you know, who went to the School of Mixology. Yikes. But yeah. we digress. Anyway. Well, yeah, uh, back to your question, Holly. Um, it, it, it interesting that you bring that up today because Arnold Palmer was asked about it in his uh, traditional Wednesday press conference, and in a nice way, because he is a gentleman, he's not real happy that, number one, Rory McIlroy, and number two, Luke Donald, are not here, uh, and especially Rory McIlroy, because Arnold related to us that McIlroy had, had written Arnold a letter uh, several weeks back saying that he would like to come up and visit with Arnold Palmer. Now, Arnold said that... that Rory did not specify in the letter exactly what he wanted to talk about. We all just assumed that maybe Rory wants to pick the brain of, of the great players. But but Arnold basically called Rory out on this, again, in a nice way. Where does this guy get off asking me for some of my time and not even coming up and playing in my tournament? Now, in Rory's defense, apparently at the end of the letter, Rory said, I do plan to come and play in your tournament often in the future uh... with regards to and, and i'm interested in you guys reaction to that whole little scenario but I, I with regards to luke um, i was in tampa last week on the weekend and i think in his case you know these guys can't play in every event and i i know that luke is pointing to the masters and it would have involved playing four weeks in a row uh... and I, and basically i think luke is still even though he he won last week and has returned to number one i still think he's catching his breath from a pretty amazing year last year. Yeah, no doubt. Um, I had kind of, he, he seemed like he had come out a little bit sleepy um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at the beginning of the season. But And, and what, what clicked into gear, do you think, at uh, Innisbrook? Well, first of all, that's a golf course that, 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 that doesn't favor any particular style of player. It's basically whoever's playing well that week and, and especially putting well that week. And not surprisingly, Luke led the field in that new statistic, strokes gained putting. Um, he was number one in that. And, uh, and by the way, if you get a chance to look at the replay of the, of the, of the six-and-a-half-footer that he made to win in the playoff hole, 
that that is you know that whole bit about the triangle and keeping the uh, keeping the wrist stiff and the hands quiet. It is it, it is textbook. It's it's almost like a machine did it. I mean, he, this guy is such a good putter, uh, Holly. Again, to get back to your question, um, he, he hung around all week long, and then and then as 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 great champions do, when given the opportunity, he struck. I have great admiration for Luke's game. Yeah, he he sure did. And um, let's face it, there were a few uh, players, Jim Furyk, and of course we were talking earlier about Ernie Els, who just failed to close the door. Uh, Robert Garrigus, um, you know, he was he was over that six and six, so it was more like a seven footer in the playoff. And and you know, whenever a guy is over a putt and he starts to take more time than he has been regularly throughout the round it's it Ruh-roh. sells off it sells off uh, exactly rut row uh, it sells off sets off bells and whistles going all the way back to was it 96 when greg norman started doing that the final round against against faldo it's never a good thing so he pulled his putt to the left uh and uh, yeah a little bit surprising with with furick and uh i'll tell you the guy that's kind of a, re- uh, a revelation to me was the other guy in that playoff Hope I'm saying this uh, name right. Sang Moon Bay, right? Uh, boy, can he putt? Um, he was he was 19 for 19 in putts between four and eight feet for the week. Um, you know he's in the field at the Masters, uh, which uh, I'm sure we'll get to in this conversation. It being only two weeks away. That guy, uh, you know, first time winners, aren't, first time guys aren't supposed to win, but you know, guy guy that can putt like that, you have to. You have to have him in your office pool somewhere. Yeah, he's a bit of a machine. So you're the global golf post guy. Yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit about Mr. Bay. Well, I, I, you know, he's he's won over there. When I say over there, I, I mean Asia. There are tournaments all all up and down, north and south, in Korea and, and you know Hong Kong, and there's some tournaments in China now and Japan. There are different places to play uh, in Asia, even even down in Australia, and New Zealand. He has won over there. Um, uh, uh, half a dozen or so times, he didn't just you know fall off the turnip truck. But I think more interesting to me is he's really a uh, and don't ask me to repeat these names, uh, but certainly KJ Choi was the first. Uh, y E Yang, um, something you'll know. N O H. I'm horrible with the names. A uh, 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 Bay. There's about a half a dozen uh, players from Korea right now. We all know what the women have done. The Korean women have done. They basically dominate the LPGA, and we're not that far from seeing a dozen or more Korean men in the top 30 in the world rankings. It's it's uh, it's happening pretty quickly. Uh, you know what? They 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 are factory type. <laughs> you know, you can just see him printing out these uh, great golfers. And he's a machine. This Bay. I mean, he yeah. doesn't seem to be flustered in the least about no. um, you know when he, when he gets in this mix, um, especially you know on Sunday. Uh, but you were mentioning about Ernie Els, yeah. and we were earlier uh, with Bob Herrig um, in terms of really the pressure getting to Ernie because. He's trying to find himself a spot to play in Augusta in two weeks. It's hard to believe. Well, he certainly was a sentimental favorite down the stretch at, at transitions. He had a one-shot lead uh, uh, late in the round. He missed a you know a four-footer for birdie on 16, and then he bogeyed 17 and 18 to miss the playoff by a shot, and and really damage his 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 hopes of getting into the top 50, which would get him into the Masters. He's played in 18 straight Masters. 
guys, I I I am absolutely miffed. Um, I understand uh, that the uh, that the the people who run the Masters can can make up their own rules, and I understand they're trying to spread goodwill uh, all over the world, which is why Rio Ishikawa has now gotten two special invitations. But I am I am flummoxed to try to explain why they wouldn't give Ernie Els a special invitation into this year's Masters. If ever there was a, a right thing to do at the right time for the right guy, that would be it. Uh, it still might happen. First of all, we have to see what Ernie does this week at Bay Hill. But, uh, you know, the clock's running on that one. And, and, and I just really hope they, they come to their senses on that. Well, let's hope he's got some really good mojo going, having won the tournament two years yeah. ago. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a place where he could feel very comfortable. And I think we would all, we all like, like you know, the, the, the good story. And Ernie's, you know, Ernie's one of the good guys for sure. Absolutely. So who's your pick for Sunday? Well... Uh, I, uh, I I had to pick three names because I'm in I'm in a uh, in a league. Uh, uh, I think most of us are in some kind of a it, yeah, it helps, it, a pool. It, it, it helps keep your interest. My three picks this week were Ernie was one of them, and that was I confess to that being I was picking with my heart as well as uh, as well as my head. I, I like Furick again. Uh, uh, he's he's had some good results at Bay Hill. He seems to be on song and. And the third guy I picked was the guy I was talking about before was uh, was Bay. I, I'm, I'm going to put my mouth where my money is, and and, uh, and you know I don't, I don't know that he's ever played in that event before. But uh, l- listen, uh, Holly and Rich, any guy I don't care whether it's at the local putt putt, any guy who can go 19 for 19 between four and eight feet, that's a guy who's got my attention. Rich B. wished he's had that kind of putter. You know, and, and, you know, that kind of putting that was on display at Lake Nona this week, and they were making bombs from everywhere. I don't know if you saw any of that, Brian, but, uh, boy, those greens were beautiful, and they were huge, and they were just flat and rolling perfect. Yeah, it, 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 that's a pretty cool place, uh, Lake Nona, and uh, when it's in top shape, it's 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 a sweet place to, to watch golf, to play golf. Uh, I was... You know, couldn't help but watch Tiger. Tiger, by the way, I don't know if you guys discussed it. He had a, he had a little bit of a, a tweak in the Achilles again today. Yeah, we and, did. And, mm-hmm. and yep. he, he's trying. He's giving us the same old, same old. I mean, uh, you know, they they talk about uh, uh, in some of the other sports when a guy's injured, they'll say, "Well, he's day to day." I think Tiger is minute to minute. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, and, and, and by the way, uh, he's in a. If he makes the cut. Again, you guys may already have talked about this, but if he makes the cut this week, he will have played eight days in a row. Uh, when you count in uh, uh, Sunday, he played, and then Monday he went to to Augusta, uh, or I'm sorry, I guess it was Sunday he went to Augusta. He had the he had the the, uh, uh, the Tavistock Cup on Monday and Tuesday, Pro Am today, and then Thursday through through Sunday. So uh, he's planning on playing eight days in a row. I all I can say is I hope he knows what he's doing. Well, I think we all we all do, and. Let's see if uh, Tiger makes it another win out there. It would be what number, number five? Seven. Number I, seven. I, I think. Yeah, I think he's won that thing six times, which wow. is which is hard to believe. I mean, it's. It, I know he's thirty-five or thirty-six, um, but I mean, I'd be hard pressed to go back and tell you details of all six of the of the Bay Hills that he's won. Well, it's interesting already that um, we've we've asked this question uh, three times, and Tiger's name has not come up as the guy holding up the trophy on Sunday. So that tells you something right there how things have changed. Well, he he seems to be able to get the putting down for one or two or maybe even three rounds, but 
you know, I, 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 I seems to me in '97 when he spread eagle the field at Augusta, one of the stats there was he didn't three putt in the entire 72 holes. And if you've ever been to Augusta National just to watch, you know that that concept is is really you know blows blows anybody's mind. And he, do, I, I don't know that the days of Tiger going 72 holes anywhere without three putting are are still possible and that's what it's all going to come down to and if he puts well this week he, he's got a chance to win and uh obviously that's what it'll be all about when he gets to augusta well we'll look forward to seeing you out there the next couple of days brian hewitt globalgolfpost.com check it out online you can get it for free globalgolfpost.com thanks brian thanks guys see you all right you're listening to the golf insiders 1080 espn orlando stay with us todd lewis from the golf channel coming up next Drive the BMW of your dreams at the price you like with financing you don't want to miss. Get to Fields BMW and choose from an incredible selection of certified pre-owned BMWs. Now with special 0.9% financing. Fields BMW, Winter Park, South Orlando, Daytona Beach, and Lakeland. Fields matters because you matter. Visit FieldsBMW.com. Offer valid with approved credit up to 36 months and excludes the X6 and M-Series models. We all want more distance immediately. Now get a more powerful release at impact and increase your distance with the full release reverse grip from Field Golf. The full release reverse grip gives you a correct tour player-like grip the very first time you use it. That means more power and increased distance. The pros love it, and you will too. The full release sold at Golfsmith and other fine retailers or buy online now at FieldGolf.net. That's FieldGolf.net. Golfers, have you discovered the hottest golf ball since the Pro V1? Well, listen up. They're Chromax golf balls, and they're cooler and more colorful than Ricky Fowler's outfits on the PGA Tour. Chromax golf balls feature a reflective inner layer and translucent outer layer that make the golf ball appear brighter and easier to hit. Chromax's metallic finish reflects sunlight through the clear cover for unprecedented visibility, making it easier to hit the sweet spot, track the trajectory of your ball in flight, and make adjustments to your swing. Chromax golf balls are USGA approved and come in a rainbow of colors to suit every golfer's personality and playing ability. Lower your scores and put some fun back into your game. Chromax golf balls are available at your local golfsmith stores or visit www.chromaxgolf.com. Are you happy with your website? Do you need new business cards, brochures, or promotional materials? Then you need GMSImage.com. GMSImage.com provides creative marketing concepts and dynamic graphic design. GMSImage.com is quick and responsive and will deliver your project on time and within your budget. Visit GMSImage.com. 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 321-303-9684. Well, I don't want to take all the credit for their talent, but uh, first I had to teach them to play golf. Then I had to teach them to sing. And then I taught them to play various instruments, none of which they do very well. I want my dream. We're back the Golf Insiders, taking you home on the fairways of I-4. In the house, Holly G, along with Rich B. 
It's the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Things are buzzing here in Orlando. The PGA Tour this week, and that means we got to go to our main man, Todd Lewis of the Golf Channel, to get the scoop, the TV broadcasting scoop. Hey, Todd. Hey, guys. How are you? I heard I should was supposed to ask you to sing a few bars of the national anthem. On our yeah. show. No, it's not going to happen. I, you know, I think it's interesting because I, I, you're, you're referring to the fact that back uh, back in the day, I actually sang the National Anthem at a couple of Magic games, which is terrifying. Uh, no I'm actually doubt. in my car. I'm actually going to the Magic game tonight against Phoenix. I vowed not to go watch the Magic play this year until I was assured that Dwight Howard was going to be with us past the trade deadline, and obviously he is, so it's kind of exciting tonight. Yeah, really, really fun. Um, <laughs> hey, you guys have been pretty busy there, Todd. I mean, you went to the Transitions, now you went to uh, Lake Nona, and uh, now you're at... Uh, Golf well, Channel is everywhere. Well, Golf Channel's hometown. The way it should be. Orlando, Florida. Golf's home, yeah. and our home. Yeah, I, I, if they're having a, a tournament at the Congo River Par three course on I Drive. We'll probably cover that too. Oh, you mean the Rich B Invitational? <laughs> well, yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, you know, we'll we'll be there. <laughs> we love it. All right, so tell us uh, what's going on out there at Bay Hill. What'd you hear today? Uh, well, something interesting happened. I, you know, I was listening to uh, Brian. It's Brian Hewitt previously, right? Who yes. You had, uh, yeah. He yeah, something interesting happened today with Tiger in his pro am round. Uh, Brian uh, was a little confused. It wasn't his Achilles that that Tiger tweaked. He actually tweaked his back. Um, he was about to take a swing on the sixth hole, the iconic par five across the lake, or around the lake, I should say. And right in the middle of his swing, some photographer snapped a picture. A tiger, we've seen him do this before. He stopped in mid-back swing and in the process injured or tweaked, I should say, his back. And he walked off the tee and looked like in excruciating pain. Uh, but according to him, he kind of walked it off and it bothered him for a few holes, but he continued to play through the Pro-Am. So if he can play through the Pro-Am, hopefully he can play through a round on the PGA Tour. But it was interesting to watch given everything that's happened to him and his body over the last few years now. Yeah, we talked about that in the first segment. Um, but, you know, if you've ever watched, well, first, if you've ever tried to do it yourself, <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it's pretty tough. But, it's, you know, with the way Tiger torques it up, I don't know how he does that. And I'm sure uh, over time that's got to have tweaked his back a bit. Well, you know what's interesting from my perspective, and Tiger touched on it a bit today, and, yeah, he wasn't quite revealing with his answer, but... What a shock. Well, this is a critical time for Tiger. I mean, he is playing a lot of golf this week, um, and he's trying to ramp himself up both with his game and mentally for, obviously, Augusta. And following him is the shadow of injury. So it's, it's kind of tough for him to establish confidence in his game, knowing, be it his back, be it his knee, his Achilles, just any little move could take him out. So I, you know, frankly, I, I look. I, I am not a doctor. I have not seen any MRIs, X-rays, or anything of Tiger Woods' body. But I am a little surprised, given the knowledge that he has given us, that he is playing as much golf this week as he has. I, I, I can see him playing one event, but I'm surprised that he's playing both Tavistock and the Arnold Palmer Invitational. But you know, it's Tiger's body. I guess he knows it more than anybody else. He knows his golf swing better than any other coach. So. Um, now, we'll see what happens. I hope he can. 
I hope he plays. I hope he succeeds. If he is healthy, he's my pick to win this week. I mean, his ball striking is spot on. If you look at statistics on the PGA Tour, he's up there in the top five. Got to be. Um, so if the putter is where it should be, and if he is, if he is healthy, I mean, he's my pick to win this week. Well, and a guy who can certainly play this golf course blindfolded for the amount of times Tiger has won the Arnold Palmer Invitational. He's got to feel good about his chances, and I would imagine this would be a very good time and a very sweet victory would probably be maybe his sweetest of all of the tournaments he's won. Well, I mean, it won't be up there with a major, but it will be sweet in the fact that, you know, he's gone through over two and a half years now of... Well, let's let's name off. He's gone through ridicule. He 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 has been you know called, called a bad person socially. He's recovered you know somewhat from that. It's and, a train wreck, Todd. Let's just call it what it is. <laughs> yeah, it's been a know, train wreck. It, it, it has been it hasn't been the best two years for Tiger Woods. Uh, but you know he's trying to rebuild his golf game. He's trying to rebuild his image. And you know a lot of the you know the Nikes of the world <laughs> they would love for him to win. And there are a lot. Look, there are a lot of fans. I see it. I mean, I'm out there, and when Tiger Woods is 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 in the field, he commands and gets the largest gallery. When he is in the field, he gets the largest TV rating. So all these Tiger haters, and there are plenty of them out there. And you know, there are a lot of people that don't like Phil Mickelson, and don't or don't like Will Webb Simpson. Believe it or not, Steve Stricker, whatever. But those people say, you know, we show too much Tiger, we show too much Tiger. But people watch, love him or hate him. They want to see what he is doing. So, you know, that you can't argue with numbers. You just simply can't do it. No, no doubt about it. And what I was saying is out of all of his uh, Bay Hill wins, I would think this would be especially oh, good sorry. timing. Yes. Yeah, for I sure. Agree. I- I agree. You're right. Especially Probably going into so. Augusta. Um, <laughs> let's look at uh, the you know some of the uh, leaders here uh, over the past couple of weeks. Uh, Justin Rose coming off a of drought. You think he's a good pick? Yeah, I mean, I mean, Justin Rose is going to have a major championship, in my opinion, on his resume once he hangs the cleats up. I mean, he's got that type of game. He's, he's it seems like the pulse rate is is always below sixty. Doesn't a lot doesn't upset him. Uh, I think that was a very big victory in Doral. That's a WGC event. It's a step above a regular PGA Tour event, just a step below a major championship. So when you have the top 50 in the world competing in a tournament and you're the one holding the hardware, it gives you immense confidence moving forward. So, yeah, I think Justin Rose very well could win this week and could win in Augusta in just a couple of weeks as well. I asked this question earlier. Who do you think would like to win the Arnold Palmer the most this week? Who do you think it would mean the most to right now? Uh, well, uh, I mean, I think um, it, it would mean, number one, I think it would mean the most to Tiger uh, for the reasons I just said. Uh, the 1A would be Ernie L. Um, he's won this thing twice. Um, Mr. Palmer respects and likes Ernie L. Um, you know, and obviously what happened to him in transitions last week, he, I mean, it was good for him to be back in the mix. That's what he's been working on for so many months now. And it finally paid off. But, it, but at the end, he ultimately, he, you know, missed that short one on the 72nd hole that cost him a shot in the playoff. Um, so yeah, I mean, already else. I mean, if he gets a victory, he's in the field for the Masters. 
Yeah, so, it's, it, it's, you know, that's part of what makes golf great. It's the, you know, horrible disappointments and how cruel golf can be as it occurred for Ernie last Sunday. Then we had this amazing playoff and that shot that Luke Donald hit on 18 out of the, you know, garbage there. I mean, just an unbelievable shot and his putt on the playoff hole. You know, so it's, it's also setting up, I think, a, a great tournament this week at uh, Bay Hill. So who's your picks? But like I said, if, if Tiger is healthy, I think he, he wins this event. Uh, and that, if I had a dollar and I was in Las Vegas, I would put a dollar on Tiger Woods. I'd probably get a dollar twenty back because I, I think he is the favorite. Well, I've, <laughs> but, I've uh, seen you in Las Vegas, and I know you don't bet any dollars. <laughs> uh, but I like him. If Tiger, you know, has a slip up, if I, if I was looking for somebody else, I think Webb Simpson is due to get back on the, on the winning platform. Um, I, I like the way Webb is playing. He, he, he got a top ten finish last week at transition. What about Hunter um, Mayhem? We're not uh, talking about him. What about Hunter? I mean, I like Hunter. I like Justin. I mean, I, mean, I think it, this is you a good just, course for his game, don't you? You know, I, just about any course is good for Hunter Mayhem, Justin Rose, Webb Simpson, those guys in the field who have obviously proven themselves this year. Uh, yeah, I mean, we need a five-hour show to talk about them all. Exactly. You're exactly right. All right, Todd Lewis, we appreciate you taking some time for us on the Golf Insiders, one of our favorites who will be out there covering for the Golf Channel, the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Tee off starting tomorrow morning. More Golf Insiders coming up next. Stay with us. Drive the BMW of your dreams at the price you like with financing you don't want to miss. Get to Fields BMW and choose from an incredible selection of certified pre-owned BMWs. Now with special 0.9% financing. Fields BMW, Windsor Park, South Orlando, Daytona Beach, and Lakeland. Fields matters because you matter. Visit FieldsBMW.com. Offer valid with approved credit up to 36 months and excludes the X6 and M-Series models. We all want more distance immediately. Now get a more powerful release and impact and increase your distance with the full-release reverse grip from Field Golf. The full-release reverse grip gives you a correct tour player-like grip the very first time you use it. That means more power and increased distance. The pros love it, and you will too. The full release, sold at Golfsmith and other fine retailers, or buy online now at fieldgolf.net. That's fieldgolf.net. Golfers, have you discovered the hottest golf ball since the Pro V1? Well, listen up. They're Chromax golf balls, and they're cooler and more colorful than Ricky Fowler's outfits on the PGA Tour. Chromax golf balls feature a reflective inner layer and translucent outer layer that make the golf ball appear brighter and easier to hit. Chromax's metallic finish reflects sunlight through the clear cover for unprecedented visibility, making it easier to hit the sweet spot, track the trajectory of your ball in flight, and make adjustments to your swing. Chromax golf balls are USGA approved and come in a rainbow of colors to suit every golfer's personality and playing ability. Lower your scores and put some fun back into your game. Chromax golf balls are available at your local golfsmith stores or visit www.chromaxgolf.com. Hey, Harry, thanks a lot for all the security you provide for us. Well, that's my job to keep all those nuts away from you. That's just the way it is. Don't play in pebble, won't pay the price. 
Watching the Pro-Am, Tiger and Company, Rich B. Exciting stuff this week, and we, we should have perfect weather. It's going to be fantastic, be and if you want to get tickets, go to ArnoldPalmerInvitational.com, and uh, plenty of tickets left, and uh, easy use, parking, easy to get in. Use your MasterCard. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, we're going to go to one of our favorite golf insiders right now, who's out, been out at Bay Hill all day, to get uh, some insight into putting is going to be key this weekend, as we were talking about earlier, the greens at Bay Hill. Very tough. It's going to take some good putting. And we watched really kind of uh, just a tragic implosion of Ernie L's on Sunday at the Transitions Championship in Tampa. So we had to bring our golf insider, Dr. Bob Winters, the putting guru, this evening to tell us the scoop. Dr. Bob. Hi, Holly. How are you doing? We're doing great. Um, you know, I just I had to get you on the show for a few minutes tonight. I know you've been out at Bay Hill. Um, give our listeners some idea, and, and Rich B. and myself here, what do you think happened to Ernie on Sunday? Well, I just think, you know, that you just get caught up, you know, in the moment. Uh, you realize you wanted something so bad. I think Ernie hasn't won since, what, you know, 2010, you know, the Palmer Invitational then. And he wants to get into the Masters, and he's coming down the stretch, and he goes bogey-bogey. And, you know, you can actually, you know, pull a drive, and you can actually miss, you know, an iron shot. But when you get on the green and you've got a three-footer, four-footer, or five-footer, I mean, there's no way you can compensate. You know, either the ball goes in or it stays out. And I think that's exactly what we see is that, you know, you, you know, we always say we drive for show, but you putt for dough. But, you know, in the end, it all comes down to the flat stick. And, and anybody who wins tournaments, I mean, I don't care how well they struck the ball, they found a way to get the ball in the hole. And he just, he just didn't close the deal there. And, and the person that goes on to win the transitions is Luke Donald, and he's been number one last year and this year in strokes gained, you know, on the putting green. He's, he's been leading that category. And it was really funny because I was at Tavistock yesterday, and on the final hole, uh, Ernie had to get it up and down, I think, you know, to shoot another great score, and he made about a nice seven-foot par putt there at Lake Nona, and it went right into the center of the hole. So... You know, he, he talks over and over in these interviews and these transcripts about how the ball striking is there and how, you know, he just needs to make a few putts. But I, I think those are the little things. He has to take some positives from that because, you know, you, you always have to focus on the ball going in, Holly, because if you're worried about the ball staying out, you'll never have success and the confidence will always be be lacking. Well, in his defense, a little bit there was a there was a backup on the par three on the seventeenth, where he proceeded to hit his tee shot uh, to the right, and he he his comment was there was a bit of a wait and he lost his rhythm. You think um, you think it was that, or do you think you know there was some noise between his ears thinking about Augusta? Oh, I think you know there's there's all there's a lot of that, and I think. Even Mr. Palmer this morning at his press interview was saying, when you're coming down the stretch, when you're trying to close the deal on a tournament, you're nervous. I mean, and the media would have us believe that these guys are cool, calm, and collected, and they're not. You know, in truth, they're human beings. 
They have the same sense of nervousness. They have the same sense of anxiety. But what most of us have to realize, it's vocational choice because they can actually handle that difficult situation uh, a bit more nicely than the rest of us. The rest of us, you know, can actually just go bonkers and we hit balls into the woods. But we, we never expect the really, really great players, you know, to actually miss shots. We always sort of anticipate that they're going to come through. And, and when you see Ernie Els, you know, who has closed the deal so many times, you know, not really get the job done, it's, it's, it's a little offsetting. But I'll tell you what, I think if he just uh, rolls it in like he did at Lake Nona this week, uh, who knows, he may be in Augusta here in a couple of weeks because obviously he's striking the ball very nicely, Peter Green. And he's rolling the he's rolling you know the uh, the belly putter very well. He just needs to make a few of those. Well, I totally agree with you, and I think he'd be a very popular win. And Dr. Bob, uh, give a shout out to our listeners of where they can find out more about uh, you and coming out and doing some sports psychology and taking their game to the next level. Well, great. They can see me all week, you know, at Bay Hill. I'm going to be there. I've got quite a few players in the field. But you can also go on the internet at www drbobwinters.com that's drbobwinters.com and they can get a hold of me and they've got contact information for me there and I would love to hear you know from all you know the golfing fans and, and people who just want to get a little bit better between their ears well and you work with uh, a lot of the best players out there and we'll be talking to you next week because we want to get your thoughts on uh, how you coach players going into a major versus uh, playing a, a, a regular tour event uh, I think when you get inside the players minds it really helps uh, helps the players out there how to take their game to the next level so we appreciate spending a little time with us Dr. Bob well, Winners thanks so much thanks Holly all Look right. forward to it thanks so much Hey, next up we got Jeff Shane. We're going to wrap up here. He's out live at Bay Hill. Hey, Jeff, from the Orlando Sentinel. We couldn't uh, wrap up the show today without checking in with you. <laughs> How are you doing? And we know you've been busy and on deadline, so uh, what's going on out there in the press room? You drinking well, some coffee? It's all winding down now. Do you talk about coffee or coffee? Because I could use a good a good strong latte right now. <laughs> yes, I'm sure. I know uh, it has been a wild month for you with the Florida swing, but uh, we talked about Tiger earlier. Uh, any other things going on you picked up in the press conferences that might be uh, some scoop for our listeners? <laughs> well, uh, you know, we, we, we've uh, you know, had had a, a few things. I heard you talking during, uh, during the wait a little bit about Ernie Els. I think that's, you know, going to be... The, to me, one of the really interesting storylines this week is, uh, you know, the, the, the window is closing rapidly to, to continue this streak of, of 18 consecutive Masters tournaments and make it 19. And, and, you know, he said, you know, to win last week would have been perfect. And, and it just, uh, it, it didn't work out for him. And, and now he's got to kind of muster all of his energy and all of his forces to, to try and do it again, either this week or next week. He is going to play Houston next week. I guess unless he wins, you know, Bay Hill this week, then he might take it off. But uh, he's really under the gun. Well, and it's hard to believe that Ernie has not put the green jacket on. I mean, it's, it's you know, given what a great player he's been, uh, maybe, you know, without Tiger Woods in the mix, um, he, he would have already had that green jacket. What do you think, Rich B.? I think that's a tough one for Ernie. You know, he's been very competitive over the years at that tournament. And, you know, it isn't an easy tournament to win, but... Uh, well, I, you know, I'd love to see him win. Fan favorite, the big yeah, easy fan I, favorite. I think big he's time. a great guy. So, who's your pick for Sunday, Jeff Shane? Well, uh, I I, I kind of like the way the, the last couple weeks that we've seen Bubba Watson 
hit the ball. Uh, you know, he, he's, uh-huh. he's another one that had a chance to get, to get things done at Doral and, uh, and, and came up just short. Uh, but, but he, he hit the ball well there. I thought he's, he played pretty well at Tavistock the last couple of days. And, and Bay Hill is a bomber's golf course. And so I, I think that uh, as long as Bubba can keep it, uh, on the fairway a reasonable number of times, that he's got a really decent chance to do something. Along those same lines, Robert Garrigus coming off his playoff loss at transitions last week. He's another long hitter, and, and if he stays hot for another week, uh, I think he's got a real good chance, too. You know, uh, were you home last night painting your driver pink? Uh, just to I love <laughs> that driver. I love that driver. <laughs> it, it's, it's great, except you know, I just, you know, I guess it's the shade of it that looks a little strange. I, 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 my first reaction is always, you know, somebody's Pepto-Bismol on it. <laughs> oh, well, in Rich B's case, you know, he, he drinks it frequently on Sunday morning you after know, a just, good uh, night out, I you know? I couldn't see. Uh, yeah, you better have a lot of game if you're going to pull out a pink driver. How's the golf well, course looking, Jeff? You know, the, the golf course, I, I think a lot of players have, have said that it is as good as they have ever seen it. You know, when, this is the third year uh, of, of the, you know, kind of revamped Bay Hill after they regrassed everything and strengthened it a little bit. And, uh, you know, the course has had time to mature and I think it's, it's really responding well. That being said, you still don't want to hit it in the rough because it's, it's very thick. Uh, it's been overseeded and, uh, it will put a premium on accuracy. And one other thing that I've, that I've kind of gleaned from, from some of the players is that remember that soft sand that, uh, that, that plagued just about everybody last year. It's no firmer this year. It, it, if you get it into the into the bunkers, the chances are very, very good. Your lie is going to be at least somewhat plugged, and you'd better have the weapons to deal with it. And what about Martin Laird, last year's winner? Uh, where's he been? Well, he has he had a pretty good start. If you recall, he was runner up to Steve Stricker out in Hawaii. And he had a pretty good run at the uh, WGC match play in Tucson before coming out, but uh, over to the, the Florida swing. He just uh, has not been consistent and uh, missed the cut last week at transitions, obviously hoping to put it together in a better form this week. Well, Jeff Shane of the Orlando Sentinel, he'll be covering it wire to wire, so be checking him out, orlandosentinel.com. Thank you, Jeff, as always. Thanks to all our golf insiders calling in from the press room at Bay Hill. Go out and watch the players this weekend. Weekend, you can get tickets, arnoldpalmerinvitational.com. Check Genesis it out. Communications. Radio station. WHOO, Kissimmee. Sports. Orlando's ESPN 1080. The team. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Doug Brown. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell is coming down hard on the New Orleans Saints for running a bounty system for three years under former defensive coordinator Greg Williams. ESPN NFL insider Adam Schefter describes the penalties to John Anderson on SportsCenter. Sean Payton has been suspended for one year, John. Mickey Loomis, the general manager, suspended eight games. The Saints fined $500,000, and they've also lost two second-round draft picks, one in this year's draft, one in next year's draft. But the big penalty here, a one-year ban for Sean Payton, effective April 1st. The NFL wanted to send a message in the worst way, and it just did. It basically took Sean Payton out of the game for a full season. Also, Greg Williams, who's now the defensive coordinator for the